In the 90s, I enrolled at the University of Toronto to earn a Bachelor of Arts Sociology. In the late 90s, a man told me that the Islamic Republic of Iran opened its trade door with Canada. He suggested to me I should work with the federal government. I told him it was morally wrong because the regime in Iran executed the Imperial Iranian Armed Forces in the absence of due process. In 1988, the regime apprehended the left-wing factions, tortured them, such as raping women before execution. It was wrong working with the power in Iran. To me, it was repulsive working with a theocratic regime in Iran. I also asked him this question. Would you work with Nazi? He said no. I also heard the news from the mayor of Toronto, Mel Lastman, and the premier of Ontario, Mike Harris were announcing projects and were saying at no cost for taxpayers. It was strange to me how it was possible to build something and it did not cost anything. As time passed by, I became aware that the clerics were investing in Canada. The news became so big that the Jewish community began to speak publicly to stop Iran's regime from investing in Canada. The Iranian dissident community in Canada became frustrated with Canada and the Iran regime, deemed occupier of Iran to have economic ties. I wrote letters as much as I could to stop two systems from plundering Iran's wealth and depriving Iranians of economic prosperity. I was very concerned about Rafs and Jenny's investment in Canada because of the Trojan horses. I knew the money that he invested in Canada, it was not without human error. I knew those human errors would cost Canadians. On November 25, 2020, the Global News ran an article about Member of Parliament Majid Jahari W.H. who assisted the Islamic Republic of Iran to circumvent the economic sanctions. One, it does not come as a surprise to me. When I'm looking back, someone like me cannot write English, someone like me who is not an author. However, I used a pen as an instrument of enlightenment to prevent Canada and the theocratic regime in Iran from plundering Iran's wealth and making Canada a safe country. I also went through hardship for not taking that job with the federal government. I slept in a cold apartment building. I was not dying in my apartment and was not living in my apartment. I was living in purgatory. I applied for many jobs and employers would not hire me because I spoke English with an accent. I was hungry. My apartment unit was so cold that when I would woke up in the morning, I was coming out of a blanket and my nose had blood running out of my body because the room temperature changed suddenly. It was worth it that I followed Slam 1 of the Bible. I am not encouraging anyone to read the Bible, I am not encouraging anyone to convert to Christianity. The wisdom in Slam 1 which says do not associate with the rotten apple of society, keep an honorable lifestyle. Canada is harboring terrorism. On October 16, 2006, there were several legal severe pieces of evidence appeared on the surface which prove that in the past and current Canadian governments have been collaborating with well-known Hezbollah terrorist organization and this Hezbollah terrorist organization is managed by the Islamic Republic of Iran, and one of the key player of this terrorist organization is Mullah Rafsanjani, who on October 19, 1998, invested in Highway 407 in Toronto, Ontario, Canada and Minister for Privatization means the Minister without portfolio with responsibility for privatization or such member of the Executive Council designated by the Lieutenant Governor and Council to exercise the duties and powers of the Minister for Privatization under this Act. Transfer includes convey, sell, grant, transfer, lease, license, charge, mortgage, encumber, grant and easement. Assign it and in any other way deal with dispose of all or part of a minister of the Crown's or Ministry's interest in assets comprising or relating to Highway 407. 3. At face value, 
The Canadian governments at all material times have been motivated by the greed of enhancement of economic interest in Canada. As a result of their blindness by economic interest, the Canadian governments provided an opportunity for the Hezbollah terrorist group to come to Canada and to make a juicy profit from Highway 407 of revenue with $69.6 million, Canadian fund, up 24% from the corresponding quarter of 2004 with Canadian money so that the Hezbollah terrorist organization could harbor their terrorism at broad. Most importantly, the Hezbollah terrorist is murdering people at broad, and interestingly their Trojan horse soldiers are coming to Canada in the disguise of business persons. There is one eternal question why Trojan horse soldiers are allowed to go to Canada? Canadians need to know, and Canadians will know. Rafson Jenny. On October 16, 2006, one open letter was written and was electronically mailed, email, immediately to his right Honorable Prime Minister of Canada, Stephen Harper. There was no response from his office as if there was no reason to become a concern. On October 31, 2006, Persian Journal posted the open letter to the Prime Minister of Canada. According to the Persian Journal, the open letter to the Prime Minister of Canada was well received by higher people. Prime Minister of Canada never responded to the letter. When Canadians cast their vote, Right Honorable Prime Minister of Canada Stephen Harper gave his word to Canadians that he would form a government that will be held accountable and responsible to Canadians. So far, he contradicted himself. Quite frankly, he is assisting terrorist individuals like Ross and Jenny, what a proud record. Exhibiting Evidence for Canadian Involvement in International Terrorism According to Quran, O ye who believe, there are indeed many among the priests and anchorites, who in falsehood devour the substance of men and hinder, them, from the way of Allah. And there are those who bury gold and silver and spend it not in the way of Allah, announce unto them a most grievous penalty. 5. Earlier, there is severe legal evidence that Iran's former president, Mullah Ali Akbar Hashemi Rafsanjani, a vital player of the Hezbollah terrorist organization, is investing in Canada. Plus, his son Mehdi Hashemi Rafsanjani, I am also aware of his younger son Yasser, and his daughter Fazeh Hashemi Rafsanjani are investing in Canada, as well the Islamic Republic of Iran. Mullah Rafsanjani has made the staggering investment on Highway 407 or Trojan Horse, which is located in the province of Ontario, Canada, and Centrepoint Shopping Centre Mall in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. According to the online democracy.ca current available document point its finger at Ali Akbar Hashemi Rafsan Jenny file number is SIG 20040016600 Citizenship and Immigration Canada Media June 14, 2004 0 o'clock Any documents, memos, reports, letters, emails, voicemail transcripts or other written or recorded material concerning direct foreign investment by companies and individuals of the Islamic Republic of Iran in Canada. Trojan Horse Soldiers, including but not limited to Highway 407, the Centerpoint Shopping Center in Toronto. Also, any material on visits, official or unofficial, to Canada by members of the Iranian government, and or family members of former President Ali Akbar Hashemi Rafsanjani, a.k.a. Rafe Samejani, including son Mehdi Hashemi Rafsanjani, a.k.a. Rafe Samejani, and daughter Fazeh Hashemi. Time frame January 1, 2000, June 14, 2004. 6. Further to above evidence, there is one more peculiar evidence that what appears to be Rafson Jenny is residing in City of Lava in Province of Quebec, Canada, or he has someone in Province of Quebec, Canada, 
who is acting behalf of him or Rafson Jenny has an entourage in Canada because according to this document he claimed his insurance. Care underscore O six underscore O four dot text CRA two billion three million twenty three thousand twenty four Canada Revenue Agency Academic February ninth two thousand four zero o'clock all records and information in possession of the CCRA regarding the theft of a computer from its members of former President Ali Akbar Hashemi Rafsanjani, aka Ray Saint Johnny, including son Mehdi Hashemi Rafsanjani, aka Ray Saint Johnny, and daughter Faze. 55% Friday, September 9, 2005, 1544 and 8 seconds GMT HTTP colon slash slash www.onlinedemocracy.ca slash cares slash care underscore 06 underscore 04 dot text is and Jenny or slash and his family and certain individuals of the Islamic Republic of Iran obtained Canadian citizens, landed immigrant status. There was no answer from Right Honourable Prime Minister of Canada Stephen Harper for the above questions and how the current Canadian government is accountable and responsible to Canadians? And how is it any different than the Liberal government? Trojan horse soldiers are in Canada. There is a severe problem with allowing Mullah Rafsanjani to come to Canada and invest money in Canada. First, and most importantly, Mullah Rafsanjani is a convicted criminal. In 1965, he was involved in His Excellency, Prime Minister of Iran Hassan Ali Mansour. Seven at the time of the assassination, Rafsanjani was a member of the terrorist group known as Fadian e Islam, devotees of Islam. Eight Rafsanjani was incarcerated during Pahlavi dynasty due to other terrorist activities. After the inception of the Islamic Republic of Iran, he appeared in front of the camera. He took credit for his role in the assassination of His Excellency, Hassan Ali Mansour. Rafsanjani's dark days are extended to the late 90s. There was an internal clash among the clerics who would control Iran. Particularly after Khomeini Hendi Machiavellian's death, the clerics waged a brutal war against each other over power in Iran. Several intellectuals were caught in the middle of mayhem that they were speaking against Iran's severe theology state. Rafsanjani was one of the masterminds that he was involved in murdering the liberator's voice. Rafsanjani's horrific act of slaughtering people was known as chain killing not serial killing. One revolutionary guard, with the name of Akbar Ganji. He claimed that he was converted to secularism. He revealed the killer's identity, and he pointed his finger at Rafsanjani as one of the murderers. Rafsanjani is a cold-blooded murderer, there is no doubt that serious criminal charges are pending against him by his victims and surviving families, once Iran's tyranny theology state will be ousted, he will be brought before international tribunals same as Saddam Hussein did. Currently, Rafsanjani is investing in the real estate and construction industry in Canada. The question is this, where is the money coming from that he can invest in Canada? Rafsanjani will claim that he has a pistachio farm. However, the pistachio farms cannot generate such a substantial amount of money for this cleric to make extravaganza investment overseas. There is no doubt that he is stealing money from Iran's oil and wealth and is investing stolen cash in Canada and according to the Canadian Criminal Code Section 322. 1. Theft Everyone commits theft who fraudulently and without color of right, honest mistake, takes, or fraudulently and without color of right converts to his use or the use of another person, anything whether animate or inanimate, with intent, a. to deprive, temporarily or deposited as security, the owner of it, or a person who has a special property or interest in it of the thing or his property or interest in it, v. to pledge it or. 9. If Rafsanjani is assuming after removing clerics in Iran, 
He will fly to Canada and won't face legal consequences. He is wrong. Holding Canada accountable, as well as responsible for Roths and Jenny's theft. Making this statement, when a person commits shoplifting and comes out of a store and sells the stolen property to another person, and when the buyer is aware, the good was stolen. Thus, the buyer also has committed theft, the buyer is an accomplice of theft and guilty of theft crime. When Mullah Rafsanjani is stealing Iran's oil and wealth, he is most likely stashing money in Swiss banks, UBS and Credit Suisse, and London-based HSBC because the above banks stop to maintain relations with Iran, 10 and when he is not stashing in the bank, he is investing in Canada. Iranian people are the only people who are a victim of this cleric theft. In March 2006, Export Development Canada published an article concerning miserable conditions in Iran. In this article, it has mentioned that structural reforms, the new government's strategy of addressing the economic disparities in Iran 75% of the national income is in the hands of 10%, Iran's population is 70 million, is a major challenge, but it is the core of Iran's key structural problems for future development 11 which means 90% of Iranians are in economic hardship and providing other sources in order to provide a vivid example of the deplorable state of the economy, the dollar, which was pegged 70 rials in 1979, is now pegged at 8,000 rials. There is such poverty that some parents are driven to sell their organs to feed their families. Very young girls are reduced to prostitution, and an increasing number of children beg for their daily breed. Malnutrition is widespread. When Rafsanjani is stealing Iran's money and is investing that money in the construction industry in Canada, he is hurting the Iranian people, he is a cruel man without moral value. Further, Export Development Canada made a statement that significant levels of corruption and a complexity bureaucracy continue to underline the challenging nature of Iran's business climate. Twelve Another source pointed out that a small minority controls most of the country's wealth. Millions of Iranians have fallen below the absolute poverty line. Runaway inflation has forced men and women to seek second and, in some cases, third, jobs. 13. Rafsanjani is one element of corruption in Iran that he is in an unchecked, unbalanced power position in Iran to steal Iran's oil money and wealth and invest in Canada. There is a third source from Mizabadi reported and gave an account on the degree of corruption in Iran. She mentioned that when she was a lawyer, it was my job to advance my client's case to win back his money or his property, or to defend him against unjust allegations. Indeed, what was the point of showing up in a courtroom, pretending to act out the legal process, when it all just came down to deal-making in the court chambers? On two occasions, when the judge had nothing left to say, he declared that strands of my hair were poking out and adjourned deal-making on the grounds of my bad hijabi. 14. Canadians deserve to know as Madame Zara Kazemi, an Iranian-Canadian journalist, who was murdered intentionally in the hands of the clerics in Iran, and Canada did not take a firm position against the clerics in Iran. Why is that? There is also a second case, which involves Dr. Ramin Jahanbaglu falsely accused of espionage in Iran and in Canada. It did not illustrate a leadership role in his matter, why is that? Does oil matter for Canada or human beings matter for Canada? That is the heart of the above questions? Because according to surviving victim testimony, on September 2, 2004, Hashemi, son of Madame Zara Kazemi, stated, When I asked Foreign Affairs Minister Pierre Pettigrew, on July 27, to expel the Iranian ambassador, his reaction was that was outrageous. I don't believe, Canada will, pressure the Islamic Republic of Iran unless they have beneficial, economic, interests to do so. 15 Foreign Affairs Minister Pierre Pettigrew was a member of the Liberal Party, 
and the Liberal Party is genuinely motivated by money and show me the money, maybe, and we'll shake this body for you. On November 20, 2006, CTV. CA News staff released an article line opposition attack Tories over foreign policy. Honorable Bill Graham, which is no stranger to foreign ministry portfolio position, stated, this government, means the current red Tory, foreign policy is being driven by preconceptions, deception, self-delusion and arrogance, Graham said Harper's meeting failed to achieve anything, saying Harper did not get a foreign investment or tourism agreement he was supposed to get. 16. Regardless of a person's political affiliation, Canadian politicians are blinded by money. They do not care or even consider humans' value, most importantly, how Madame Zara Kazami and Dr. Ramin Jahanbaglu contributed to Canada's academic field, for the politicians show me the money and will shake this body for you like salt and pepper. It is sad. Canadians deserve to know that money which is generated by Rafe Sajani in Canada will backfire on Canadian citizens at some close point in the future. According to Dr. R. Henderson is a strategic analyst with the Canadian Security Intelligence Service took a quotation from New York Times We, Iran, have learned that preserving our independence and survival in this unsuitable international climate is not possible without science, technology and the necessary tools, Iranian President Rafsanjani. 17. What is so clear about the above direct quotation that the mullahs are aiming and pursuing their ultimate goal to have the nuclear capability with the intention of nuclear bombs, and Canadians are paying the clerics in Iran to build their nuclear bombs, so one day, those nuclear bombs to hit Canadian soil. According to the Islamic clerics, Christian and Jewish reside in Canada are infidel and must kill them. Dr. William Millward is a strategic analyst with the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, discussed the cleric's role as a problematic to world security and highlighted several gloomy records of the clerics in Iran's alleged nuclear ambitions, its opposition to the Middle East peace process, its support for terrorism in the region, its internal human rights abuses, assassinations of those opposed to the regime abroad. 18. Canadian government is fully aware of where Rafsanjani revenue, which is generated in Canada, is going. He is financing and organizing terrorism on a global scale. According to anti-terrorism legislation introduced that gives increased powers to government agencies to investigate charities and exempts lawyers from reporting obligations, 1. Bolster client identification, record-keeping and reporting measures applicable to financial institutions and intermediaries 2. Allow the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Center of Canada, FinTrack, to disclose additional information to law enforcement and intelligence agencies, and to make disclosures to additional agencies 3. Allow the Canada Revenue Agency to disclose to the FinTrack, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and the Canadian Security Intelligence Service information about charities suspect of being involved in terrorist financing activities. Laws to Protect Innocent Individual from Terrorism According to Criminal Code of Canada Terrorism Interpretation 83.011, definitions, Canadian means a Canadian citizen, a permanent residence within the meaning of subsection 2-1 of the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act or a body corporate incorporated and continued under the laws of Canada or a province, entity means a person, group, trust, partnership, or fund or an unincorporated association or organization, terrorist activities means a, an act or a mission that is committed in or outside Canada. 19. Financing of Terrorism 83.02 of Criminal Code, CC, providing or collecting property for certain activities everyone who, directly or indirectly, willfully and without lawful justification or excuse, 
provides or collects property intending that it be used or knowingly that it will be used, in whole or in part, in order to carry out a, an act or a mission that constitutes an offense referred to in subparagraphs a, i, 2, 9, of the definition of terrorist activity in subsection 83.01, 1, or b, any other act or omission intended to cause death or serious bodily harm to a civilian or to any other person not taking an active part in the hostilities in a situation of armed conflict, if the purpose of that act or omission, by its nature or context, is to intimidate the public, or to compel a government or an international organization to do or refrain from doing any act, is guilty of an indictable offense and is liable to imprisonment for a term of not more than 10 years 20 there is also 83.03 providing, making available etc., property or service for terrorist purpose everyone who, directly or indirectly, collect property, provides or invites a person to provide, or to makes available property or financial or other related services a, intending that they be used, or knowing that they will be used, in whole or in part, for the purpose of facilitating or carrying out any terrorist activity, or for the purpose of benefiting any person who is facilitating or carrying out such an activity, or b, knowing that, in whole or part, they will be used by or will benefit a terrorist group, is guilty of an indictable offense and is liable to imprisonment for a term not more than 10 years. 2183.03 Using or possessing property for terrorist purpose a, uses property, directly or indirectly, in whole or in part, for the purpose of facilitating or carrying out a terrorist activity or b, possesses property intending that it be used or knowing that it will be used, directly or indirectly, in whole or in part for the purpose of facilitating or carrying out a terrorist activity, is guilty of an indictable offense and is liable to imprisonment for a term not more than 10 years. 22. Copyright 2020 Payment ADL Dasti Ha. All rights reserved. Endnote. One Global News Less Than MP says he was unaware of Chi's allegations against Iranian businessmen when they met, globalnews.ca greater than. 2 http colon slash slash www.elaws.gov.on.ca slash db laws slash statutes slash english slash 98h28 underscore e htm october 16 2006 3 http colon slash slash www.elaws.gov.on.ca slash db laws slash statutes slash english slash 98h28 underscore e htm october 16 2006 4 http colon slash slash www.lib.uo.ca slash business slash toll.html october 16 2006 5 abdullah yusuf ali the Meaning of the Holy Quran. Beltsville, Maryland, U.S., Amman Publications. 1997. Page 448. 61. This report contains only media and parliament requests logged, October 16, 2006. 7. Milani Abbas. The Persian Sphinx, Amir Abbas Havida and the Riddle of the Iranian Revolution. Washington, D.C., Publisher Mage. 2004. Page 121. 8. Milani Abbas. The Persian Sphinx, Amir Abbas Havida and the Riddle of the Iranian Revolution. Washington, D.C., Publisher Mage. 2004. Page 121. 9. Rodriguez, Gary. Pocket Criminal Code. Printed in Canada, Thompson Carswell. 2005. Page 244. 
10 http colon slash slash www.iranian.ws slash iran underscore news slash publish slash article underscore 18884.shtml November 14, 2006. 11 http colon slash slash www.edc.ca slash english slash doc slash green underscore epdf October 16, 2006. 12 http colon slash slash www.edc.ca slash english slash doc slash green underscore epdf October 16, 2006. 13 Pallavi, Farah. An Enduring Love. NY, NY. Simon and Schuster Incorporated, 2004. Page 423. 14 Abadi, Shireen. Iran Awakening. T.O. On, Alfred A. Knopf, Canada. 2006. Page 110. 15 http colon slash slash www.our.ca slash news slash news dot asps. Eat article equals 4029 October 31st, 2006. 16 http colon slash slash www.ctv.ca slash servlet slash article news slash story slash news slash 20061120 slash question underscore period underscore 061120 question mark s underscore name equals and no underscore ads equals November 20th, 2006. 17 www.cheesescrs.gc.ca slash n slash publications slash commentary slash com 19.asp. Print underscore view equals 1st of October 16, 2006. 18 www.cheesescrs.gc.ca slash n slash publications slash commentary slash com 63.asp. Print underscore view equals 1st of October 16, 2006. 19 Rodriguez, Gary. Pocket Criminal Code. Printed in Canada, Thompson Carswell. 2005. Page 55. 20 Rodriguez, Gary. Pocket Criminal Code. Printed in Canada, Thompson Carswell. 2005. Page 55. 21 Rodriguez, Gary. Pocket Criminal Code. Printed in Canada, Thompson Carswell. 2005. Page 55. 22 Rodriguez, Gary. Pocket Criminal Code. Printed in Canada, Thompson Carswell. 2005. Page 55.